0: I pray in the name of Jesus right now that God would open up his word to you and allow you to see him and to know him and to know his will that you might glorify him and that you might walk in faith and power each and every day, especially today in Jesus' name.
1: We're in Psalm chapter 13. Uh, it's good to, to go through these psalms. They're not long psalms. In fact, the last three or four and, the, and then the next couple are fairly short psalms. And, and, you know, you, you, if you read above them, they get, most of your Bibles have some kind of uh, summation or some kind of title over the Psalm. And I know you know this, but that's actually not in scripture. That's, that's not, that's not what is actually written in the Hebrew, but, and, and sometimes it's, it's really good. And sometimes, well, sometimes they're not so good. And, and the reason I say that is because it, it, it to me, as I read these psalms, especially the ones we've been doing this week, they're psalms that are inquiring psalm, psalms. And what I mean by that, they're psalms that inquire of God or seek God out on a matter. And I said this yesterday that in order to have a in order to have a dynamic relationship with anybody, and I'm not just talking about with God, the primary thing that has to be has to be is communication, and obviously in the world certain people are more talkative uh, than other people and more wanting to get out there more extrovert than introvert and so they're out there building relationships and talking all all the time and and the person that's more introverted and less talkative they oftentimes don't build relationships as much as the extrovert does but 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 just because you don't build as many relationships doesn't mean that you can't have a have really quality relationships and 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 in order to have a quality relationship there must be there must be regular communication that deals with the issues of life that deals with not not just communication about the things that that are going on not small talk not chat they they have more to do with with actually dealing with your view of things your your what your what your emotional issues are that day or the things that you're emotionally connected to and if you don't have communication really you can't know someone's you can't know someone's, someone's mind or heart you can't know their soul and and in order to really know your spouse or a friend, you do have to talk to them about things that are emotionally deep and 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 things that they really care about and join them in their in their working through those things. And so when you tie that off to just regular relationships in the world, when there's a lack of communication, then the relationship becomes distant and strained. Now, you've had friends that you hadn't seen for years. I got a I got one of my seminary buddies that we, we sometimes don't talk for a year or two. We've talked a lot recently, Mike Owen. He is uh he's a uh, he's the uh director of a, a a mission group that that serves a group of people down in Brazil and I'm gonna say the name Quilombola. But I, I probably said that totally wrong. Anyway, he, he he's one of those guys that I can just pick up the phone. And it's like we were talking yesterday about issues of life. You, you have those friends that are that way because over time you've become so close to them and you trust them and they trust you that you can pick up the phone. And it's like it's like you <clears throat> who they are being is the same. They 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 are. They are a, a continual growth toward God. And when you when you start talking to them, you, you know that you're talking to uh, somebody that you've got that connection with. That being said, in order for us to grow in our relationship with God, we, we have to have communication with him. And in order for us to co- communicate with God, we have to seek him out. And, and he seeks us, he says, he says, if you seek me you'll find me but you got to seek me with your whole heart. And 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 so if if we seek him he's found. And the way we seek him is we seek him in the creation that he's made for us. We seek him out in 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 the life that we live that he's given us. And that requires the questioning of what's going on, the questioning of how has God? I was watching a video last night. It was just a very short clip of Billy Graham uh, preaching a sermon, and and it it was it was about he was preaching on the uh, he he was preaching on the the prophet Habakkuk, and he he uh, God did not tell Habakkuk everything before it happened. Habakkuk basically asked, "Why why didn't you tell me?" And God said, it's "Because you would not believe me." You wouldn't have believed me if I told you. And and Habakkuk had the view that God was not at work, that God had just abandoned them and left them and that he was doing nothing. And 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 God knew the heart of Habakkuk in the moment and he says, I love Habakkuk, the name Habakkuk anyway. He says he says, I'm not I didn't tell you because you wouldn't have believed me. And and you know, there has to be an element of trust that goes with the communication. And, and that's important too. And, and, and so God did not trust Habakkuk to trust him. And so David, when we come to David, David was a unique, very unique character in biblical history. First of all, he's the, he's the primary type of Christ in the Old Testament along with Moses. And, and so he's a picture of Christ. And and in fact, the promise God made to him or the covenant God made with, with David, the Davidic covenant is the covenant of the coming of Jesus and Jesus reigning on David's throne. And so David in his relationship with with God had a very, very close intimate relationship because he spent a lot of time by himself along with God. And during that time, he sought God out. He didn't just wander around out in the fields watching the sheep. He literally sought God out in the fields and in the situations that he he was dealing with and 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 even though David was flawed and 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 in many ways severely flawed just like we all are in the in in being flawed that way he was he was he was a man after God's own heart that's what God said about him and so the reason that is is because David sought God out he was a man that chased after the heart of God he was someone who went after the thoughts and the and the heart of god and and then when he found those things out, he believed it and he acted upon it, and
0: he obviously spoke
1: about it, but that didn't mean that he didn't have times of doubt and times of questioning, and he has he has them here he says, "How long, O oh Lord, will you forget me forever and you know that's one of those times where you you you're in the situation and you think. That God is doing nothing, just like the prophet Habakkuk. It doesn't seem that God's doing anything, and and David says he says, you know, I I, I can't see where you doing anything in this. And oftentimes we're so emotionally tied that we don't listen and we don't watch, and we're so emotionally distraught <clears throat> that even if we even even if it was evident that God was moving, we wouldn't see it, and uh, that happens a lot. It happens in the courtroom a lot. You have people who are really emotionally distraught, and they're not. They, they're expecting one path to be taken, and then in the middle of that path, uh, that they expect they're expecting things to go. Things don't go anything like that because they they were you know misinformed or. They just had, they just had some kind of pre, pre, they had some kind of notion of how things were going to be. And then boom thing, everything changes. And, and even though you can see God in the midst of what's going on, they can't because they were thinking one way and they couldn't transition to where we were going this way and see what, what's happening. And, and, and oftentimes if you allow your motions to rule you rather than, rather than the spirit, then, then that, that's what happens. And you don't even hear the things that would lead you to see that God was at work in this. And so he says, how long will you hide your face from? And, and face means to see the countenance, see the, to, to know each other when in communication, and we were talking about that earlier in communication, 90% of communication is nonverbal. You can, you can read somebody and what's going on with them far before they ever say a word. And and you can see uh, in them the issues of life far before they ever speak. And then the way they speak and the way they enunciate, the way they say things, not the words that they say, but what they're doing, tell you far more than actually what they're saying. And in the midst of, of saying something to you, their whole body language might be saying, I'm, I'm obfuscating, I'm, I'm trying to slide around this, I'm trying to not give you all the information on this, <clears throat> and so you could know by watching them <clears throat> and seeing them that that they 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 they're, they're not they're not uh, telling you the truth. And so David saying, "I want to see you face to face. I want to know what you're doing. I, how long am I not going to know?" <clears throat> Sorry, I got some drainage from well the wonderful pollen out there. And so he says. How long will you hide your face from me? He says, how long shall I take counsel in my own soul or in my soul? What, what he's saying is, how long am I going to have to come up with my own thoughts and ideas about how to handle this? Um, you know, that, that, is, that, that, that is what we normally do. Is we come up with our own plans and our own ideas, and he says here, he says here, uh, I, I don't want that. I don't want to come up with my own ideas. I don't want to come up with my own plan. He says, having sorrow in my heart daily, because listen to me, if 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 you are reliant just on you, that is going to lead to an emotional roller coaster. And ultimately is going to lead to a, a disaster for you because because it only leads to sorrow because you can see just in the temporal, you can just see in the momentary, and you just see what you perceive. You don't even hear some of the things that that would lead you to in other directions because your heart is tuned toward toward something else. And and he says, he says, I, I don't want that. I don't want that. I, I want to see what you have to say. How long will my enemy be exalted over me? What he's saying is, I feel, I feel not only sorrow, but I feel defeat. I feel defeated, and sorrow and defeat are are the constant. Well, they're the constant friend or or companion of those who 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 don't find uh, a genuine growing relationship with God, where He is encouraging, where He is He is pointing, where He's correcting the path that we're on. And 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 David David says, I mean, I'm 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 sorrow. I'm living in sorrow, and I'm living in 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 defeat here. Consider and hear me. And David saying, I'm approaching you, God. Consider and hear me. Do y'all notice how the psalms are just so intimate as far as their dealings with God? They're so direct. They're so first person. They're so personal. You know It, it. it is it is it's good good stuff here because really you get somebody speaking from the very depths of their being from the deepness of their soul and 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 seeking god out and 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 being real and being 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 transparent and honest with god he says consider and hear me o lord my god Notice he's saying, I want you to hear me and you're my God. You're the one that I come to for for comfort. You're the one I come to for direction. You're the comp- one that I come to for life. He says, enlighten my eyes. Notice David is asking God. He is asking God to open up his eyes to see truth and light. He he He's not, he's not holding back. He said, I want to hear from you. I want to see you. I want to know you, God. And I want to see your light in my eyes. I want. To, I want to know what you're doing. He says, "Lest I sleep the sleep of death, or lest I sleep the death." And and the sleep of is not in there, but but what he it, it's in there, put in there so that the translation makes sense and flows in English. He says, "Lest I sleep of death." And what he's saying is, my eyes or my heart will, will He's not saying he's going to die, but you know you you would. You would, you've been in that situation where you just wish you were dead, you know. You, you just, you just, your eyes and your countenance are totally uh, defeated and destroyed. He says, he says, unless I hear from you, God, and you are my God, and unless I get the light of your revelation in my eyes, then the sleep of death is is upon me. I, I just, I, I feel like I'd just rather be dead than have to deal with this. And how many times in life, and how often in life, and this is true. How often in life do we deal with that? How how many times do you feel totally defeated and totally destroyed and and totally emotionally distraught over things? And 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 if you think that that's not the regular norm of life for people, you are wrong. And 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 because women are more free in sharing their emotions. Sometimes men want to hold it in that we get the appearance that men are uh, are less emotional than women and, and all this. That's not true. Men, men are just a, the primary. I would I would I would venture to guess if if I were being honest with myself and just not only being honest with myself, being honest with with the men I know and, and have really had relationships with the primary emotional uh, state of man is fear. And that's why every time God shows up to talk to men in the Bible, if you'll notice he says, Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Why? Because that is immediately what men are. Men are afraid. They don't act like they're afraid. You know, we walk around like banny roosters, like we're not we got it all under control. But the truth is, fear and 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 doubt because of lack of understanding is the commonplace of man. And he and, and David is is feeling this. Even in, his, even in this psalm, in this he's saying, I'm feeling defeated. I'm feeling, I'm feeling sorrowful. And the number of people who are struggling with that on a regular basis is probably astounding, especially now that we're uh, so isolated. Fear and sorrow are probably permeating this society we live in, even though the society's links and ties are being severed on a daily basis because of our lack of contact with each other. He says, he says, lest my enemies say I have prevailed against him. And he says, I'm, I'm losing. I'm, I'm, I'm losing this. He says, I, I feel defeated. I feel death and I am losing this. Let those who trouble me rejoice when I'm moved. Lest those who trouble me rejoice when I'm moved. He said, they're going to they're rejoice in me being taken out. There's no hope here. If you'll see, David is going right at God, and he is saying, I have no hope in this situation. I have no hope at all. But then he does the thing that David does, and the thing that a Christian does in the midst of these situations because they have experience dealing with God. He says, but I have trusted in your mercy. What he's saying is in the past, I've trusted in you providing uh, me mercy in the midst of my issues and my troubles. I have trusted that you give me mercy in the past. My heart, in the past I've trusted mercy, but my heart shall Rejoice in your salvation. What he's saying is, I, I'm gonna, I'm going to see you save me from this. I am going to see you save me. And we think of salvation in the New Testament sense, sozo, which is the changing of the soul back into the image of God, the process of God bringing us into his, into his image again, our soul into his image now. You know, it's been kind of used to 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 indicate a person's conversion experience when they turn from their own ways and first hear and understand God and turn toward Him, and we call that being saved. But that's really that's really your the the first step in salvation. It's your it's your conversion experience after you've been born again and the new birth being by God and God alone. Um, and so He says. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. What he's saying is, I am expecting you to save me in all ways, spiritual, in my soul, in the actual physical world that I'm living in. I expect your salvation all the time. He says, I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountiful with me. Notice what he's doing here he is saying he's saying in the midst of my sorrow and trouble in the midst of my my eyes not seeing any solution in the midst of my enemies prevailing against me in the midst of my enemies taking joy in their and their taking and and destruction of me in the midst of all that stuff in the midst of all that was going on there all of all of that i'm going to trust in your salvation You're, he says he says, my heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I'm not only going to trust in it. I'm going to, I'm going to have joy in it in expectation of you saving me. And he says, he says, because he, meaning God has dealt bountiful with me, meaning he's done it in the past. He's going to do it again. He, he's, he's made it happen before. You know, when you, when you, when you're when you're a college football fan and you pull for a team that just never wins and they always seem to lose at the end, then you expect them to lose at the end. But when you pull for a college team that 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 always seems to find a way to win, you you have an expectation of them doing that. Well, we we'll see we serve a God who always finds His will and His way, and He works them out in our lives. He doesn't find them; He knows them. He's already He's already planned them out. There they were said at the at the very foundation of time and so so <clears throat> when he comes and he shows up and when he when he 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 does what he does we always are win winners and 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 and, and the victory is bountiful it's it's more than we could we could expect it's more than we w- would have ever expected and and that's what David is saying here he's saying in the midst of all this and notice he didn't get an answer he didn't get an answer right here he just said he said this is how this is how I see things. Then he goes into saying, This is how I feel. I don't see, you've hidden your face. How long are you going to be hidden from me? And then he says, and then his feelings are, I've got sorrow and I'm defeated. And then he 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 tells him he tells him exactly where his emotional state is going in regard to what's happening around him. And then finally he says, he says, but I have trusted in you. And your mercies so he says I trust in your mercy my heart in the future is going to rejoice in your salvation however this works out and 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 he says I'm going to sing to you because you have always been bountiful with me you've always given me your very best <clears throat> now that we don't know exactly why he was saying this we don't know exactly what he was feeling but we we do see the process of strengthening himself in the lord and the way he did that was he he didn't tell you how god had delivered him with salvation he didn't he didn't even he didn't even he didn't even uh mention the mercies that he remembers from the past even though we know that that's what he was relying on is the mercies of the past and and not only that he, he didn't tell, he, he he doesn't give us an idea of the victory after this. He didn't write another verse and say how God helped him and delivered him. He just said, I'm expecting it. And you can, and you, if if you, when you learn to walk with God enough, you can expect victory around the corner, even though defeat seems like it's so imminent. And you can actually, when you begin to take on that notion, you'll actually begin to see the signs of God moving toward victory, although nothing else would seem to indicate that. Most everything else would seem to indicate that, but you just, because you know God, because you communicate regularly with God, you begin to sense his moving toward victory, Toward salvation, toward bountiful goodness, toward mercy, and when we do that and do that well, well, when we do that and do that well, we learn an an, an abiding trust in God, and that makes us powerful. It's powerful to have an abiding trust, a a a confidence, not in ourselves, but a confidence. And what God's going to do, it's it's important that we that we put ourselves in that position because and the way we do that is is by communicating regularly with God and allowing Him to to show us what He's doing and how He's moving so that we can see the movements of God in in life and then and then over time we we we. We know he's been merciful in the past because we've seen it. And then we, we not only do that, but we, 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 we expect and trust uh, that he's going to, he's going to take care of me in the future. He's going to save me from this. And then, and then, and finally and foremost, we, 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 we have confidence in who he is. Anyway, that was a, that's a great song. It's a, it's a great song, of course every time I open the word of God, it just comes alive and it's powerful. And, and I love to see David in his, in the depths of his humanity, dealing with God and notice he didn't get anything from God here. He just dealt and sought him out himself. And I promise you, if you, if you could reach a level where you could seek God out and be this way with who you are and how God is using you would be, be, um, unlimited. And so I ask that God would do that
0: with you today. As you go today, I pray that the Lord will bless you and keep you, that he'll make his face to shine upon you and that he will give you hope and peace today in Jesus name.